0: all right it is march 11th uh wednesday and you're back with another kentucky politics weekly uh it's trey watson and uh don't have a a third coast this week so we just got uh, me and tom stevens this week tom uh this may be tom's last podcast ever based on the sound of his voice
1: yeah i've 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 been better um i guess i'm gonna shelter in place permanently at at trey's house
0: (laughs) uh yeah and i guess that is the overwhelming topic of discussion right now globally tom is is the coronavirus italy is closed to business uh State of Washington, they just put out a notice today that, uh, that by law, no gathering of more than 250 people is allowed. Uh, Ohio's banning all basically indoor sporting events, which uh, I joked with somebody on Facebook last night. <laughs> what exactly does that amount well, joke, to, actually? Right I joked with somebody on la- on, on, oh, okay. online last night that uh, I guess they can play, but there can't be crowds. And I said, well, the Cavaliers won't be that thrown off then because they're used to playing in front mm-hmm. of
1: uh, almost empty stadiums. But uh, Well, I just came from lunch. Doc Oteco and the— the big discussion amongst the staff at the Taco Tico is uh, whether or not they would take a cruise right now because of the possible quarantine issues. Uh, like, overall feeling from the staff at Taco Tico was no, they would turn down the cruise opportunity.
0: Well, like there's a meme going around. It's a uh, it's cru- cruise deal: buy one week, get two weeks for free. <laughs> <Just get> quarantine. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, you know oh. it's but there's eight eight cases now in Lexington uh, or in in Kentucky. Uh, I think. All but one are housed in Lexington right now. The hospital's here. There's the one case in Louisville. There's it there's two in Louisville.
1: Two I know I at least saw one. Last night I had to make a, a trip actually to Georgetown's hospital. A uh, family member was over there, so I ran over there to, to check on him. And the, as I got there, I'm looking in the emergency room at the Georgetown Community Hospital. About half the people in there had on the, the face mask. Um, needless to say, it was a very short trip for me to Georgetown <laughs> Hospital, and I um, I did my waiting in the car, but it certainly is pervasive right now.
0: Yeah, and, uh, you know, Lexington obviously has the most healthcare facilities in the region, so I think that the, all the cases from Harrison County are over here, are, are being housed here currently. Um, you know, there, there's a couple in Louisville, but
1: uh, Lexington's what, canceled the St. Patrick's Day Parade. I mm, uh, came out this morning, the uh, truffle, not the truffle shuffle, that's... uh. <laughs> that's something Um, something totally different yeah no the the, the, the uh, the shamrock shuffle yeah the shamrock shuffle shuffle
0: shuffle. uh uh, that yeah that's canceled schools are still open for right now
1: Mm. um and the sweet 16 is this week and the ladies sweet 16 right
0: yeah and you know and that's that's one where i just i have a hard time getting over this morning at at one of his you know seven a day press conferences that andy (laughs) Bashir has uh on this issue he's he asked that churches consider canceling their services for for sunday and i just can't get over the the separation between how how are you going to allow the the girls and coming soon the boys sweet 16 tournaments to to play while you're telling churches they need to cancel service like it seems like it's one or the other you can't
1: (laughs) it is and we've seen interesting stuff with the educational institutions berea college has gone ahead and shut down i think is at the end of this week I thought they were done in.
0: and told all the kids to move out. They might have shut down and they have to the end of this week to get out, maybe is what it is.
1: Yeah, we've got Berea. Um, I know there's a lot of rumors circulating about UK and whether or not they'll follow the, um, the example that like Vandy has given where they're going to go to uh, the online E-class stuff.
0: Ohio, all the Ohio uh, institutions have done the same thing, and there's not, not even corona reported in Ohio yet. So, uh,
1: you know, When you, you look at the the trend line on this, I mean, it, it does feel like this is different – Certainly, in the way that the coverage is out there now, um, you got to think that the next you know month, six weeks following what happened in China, this is a this is a different ballgame.
0: Yeah, we, we've also been slow, and you know the United States typically to pretty much everything is 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 slow to react, slow to get moving. But once we get rolling on policy-related things, on on implementing procedures, you know, in this case, on producing tests, uh, executing those tests, identifying patients. We 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 get up to a sprint pretty quick once we once we start running, and you know the, I think that's all there. Between multiple manufacturers, there's about four million tests. We're supposed to hit the streak this week. You know, now the problem is getting enough labs to process them all and get the results back. But I kind of feel like this is going to end up kind of like the next couple of weeks is going to kind of look like uh, when when there's when there's huge upticks uh, and you know, the big mad cow scares in, in Europe. It's always because there's a new test developed and they're catching eat because they're catching more. I feel like that's what we're going to see probably over the next week and a half to two weeks. We're going to see a massive spike in numbers, but a lot of it's going to be due to the fact that we're catching, identifying more people that have it versus them just being out roaming around. And, you know, we still don't know. Uh, we've got a better idea on the incubation period that it's, uh, I think at one time, it thought it could be like two weeks. Now there, there's more talk. It's five to seven days. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's more of a realization that there can be... The, probably the majority of people who will get it will end up either asymptomatic or be just appearing to have a cold, uh, which you know. Once again, you have to think. Remember what coronaviruses are? They're they're viruses that are transmitted from animals to humans in a variety of, of manners, and they include such things as the common cold. So you know, some people will present as that, and some people obviously will present much worse, worse much worse, especially if you have a pre-existing condition. But uh, you know. I've got hope that the healthcare system is going to kick into high gear. Our, our healthcare, uh, kind of medical industrial complex for lack of a better term is going to kick into high gear on, on test production and test processing, uh, and, and on, on viral and other sort of, uh, treatment, you know, a lot of times, especially with a virus, it's not about developing a drug that can get rid of it. It's about developing a drug that minimizes or lowers the, the symptoms, or the side effects uh, while the virus goes through your system. Cause it's hard. Once you get a virus, it's you pretty much just have to let it run its course. You know, much, much as with a cold, you know, when you have a cold, you're not taking NyQuil to, to stop, to kill the cold. You're taking it to mask the symptoms so you can get on with your day-to-day life until the cold runs its course. So yeah, I think that's, that's where we're going to be at. And you know, people, I think people are going to have to take, you, you've got to just be aware of your surroundings. You have to, I don't, i don't know that especially with the way that this thing is progressing if you come into contact with somebody's got it it's you know there's a chance you're gonna get it like and it's a virus it's moving about in the wild so yeah you need you need to be more cautious you need to change some of the way that you act is it is it the right move to go buy a thousand rolls of toilet paper and barricade yourself in your house yeah i mean what are you gonna do I with mean, that i mean that, that, that's what I, i've been wondering. unless you're gonna wrap it around your head like a mummy and like wear it like a like a
1: mask like we, we've effectively ruined one of my favorite holidays i mean <laughs> saint patrick's day is kind of a big thing for me it also overlaps every year right with sec tournament which means you've got generally speaking several days of uk men's basketball during the day you got green beer. I mean, right now, if, if you're uh, if you're the Anheuser Busch outfit here in in central Kentucky, I mean, pretty sure you can get a get a pretty cheap uh, keg of, of, <laughs> of, of green Bud Light right now. I mean, because all those all those events have been shut down, so it'll be maybe to be a little bit more sparse. But if not, uh, maybe we should have our first um, get together for the show. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there'll be no line at like McCarthy's in Lexington. We can roll right in there. And, <laughs> well, I don't
0: know, because I've had a cold. You got something like? Yeah, it might might be like a like a chicken box party. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, hey, we can invite, yeah, right. invite Mad Bevin, it'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, you know, I, Andy Bashir, we kinda joked about it. He, <laughs> We're not supposed to go to church now. Yeah. And I mean I, I
1: it makes sense, right? I mean the the highest demographic participation in church. is yeah. gonna be folks that are a little bit older. Uh, I don't know. I you know, I'll say this
0: this is a obstinately a political show so we'll talk a little bit about politics of it specifically here in state you know i think andy Bashir, just looking at it from the outside it looks to me as if he has decided that the only his only path to re-election in four years is to be viewed as a strong leader who navigated the state through this crisis
1: effectively uh okay there, i think the risk reward on this is just off there, the charts and, and there, there, what can you what can you possibly do i mean what type of control can well, you actually and beyond have?
0: That, and beyond to, and to that to that point Andy Sure needs to step aside. He, I, I think it's fine and appropriate for the governor to be out, you know, once every two days to, to give an update. And I think it's fine and appropriate for the state to have multiple a day press conferences. Yeah, I want but to hear the from governor the state. Does, I the, want to hear it from the health department. Bingo. I want to hear it bingo. from the governor. Yeah, we don't need it, it need, it needs, he needs to get off the stage and let, let the, let the health, the health guys run these press conferences. And because it, it unnecessarily injects, other stuff into the process. Yeah, I, I want, now, I want the
1: infectious disease people. I I, right.
0: I think I think he's done a good job maintaining calm thus far. Uh, you know, I think he's presented well when he's been out there. I think it's it's just too much of him. I think they need to have more regular updates from the state doctors. Uh, uh you know, the the different entities who are in charge of controlling this from a medical standpoint, and and keep the politicians out of it because Republican Democrat. None, none of us know what the heck we're talking about on this we need to let the doctors the <laughs> the doctors run it and that's at the at the state and federal level let the doctors run it when it, you know it's it's i always I always say uh you know, doing anything especially politically once lawyers get involved I shut my mouth and I do what the lawyers tell me and this this is the same feeling here you know the do, once the doctors are involved politicians need to shut their mouths and listen to the doctors and and follow their guidance
1: okay uh, it's just hit the news that uk has shut down um, they're open, but instruction will continue through online or alternative methods through April the third. So what's that? That's at least two weeks. What
0: happens after April third? I guess they reevaluate. Yeah, you know,
1: we're gonna we're uh, gonna call a powwow and see where things stand. I guess.
0: All right. Well, breaking news here. That's that's two weeks after spring break. So part part of that. Part of that shutdown is, is during the spring break period, uh, but yeah, I mean, by then, if this thing moves fast enough, it could be, it could be in and out by then because because you've seen a substantial leveling off in China over the last hmm. three weeks, so you know you just don't don't know what the leveling off pace looks like. Italy, <laughs> Italy apparently picked back up today. I'm looking at new numbers out of Italy. They uh. They had a, about a two-day period of leveling off, and looks like they picked back up. So you know who who knows. Uh, wash your hands, and, and and for the love of God, buy enough hand sanitizer for yourself. But here's the thing about hand sanitizer in this in this crisis: if the other people aren't sanitized, and you come into contact with them, you're going to get sick. <laughs> it's not about it's not about warding it off from from. It's it's about you not spreading anything you might have to somebody else. There's no, there's no helpfulness in you buying ninety five a ninety five gallon drum of hand sanitizer and hoarding it, because if the other people are around you aren't sanitized, then you're still screwed. And toilet paper, this is an upper respiratory disease, people. You don't need a thousand rolls of Costco toilet paper.
1: I mean, of all the things, if I ran out, I mean, I can I can find alternative.
0: And, and, and here's my thing, we we just at like four, my wife got tired of me she was unhappy with these size rolls I was buying and, and bought some like massive thing from target. It took us like four months to go through that. And a family of four, like what are you eating that you need a thousand rolls of toilet paper? What, <laughs> what, what is going on at your house?
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um,
0: you know, the, the, the other interesting thing, Tom, that will be, you know, what's going to be, what's going to to the federal government. We have, we have tax time coming up. You know, there, there's some rumors that they may extend the tax deadline, mm-hmm. Um, you know there's pushes for some level of of kind of enforced paid sick leave for for hourly uh wage workers yeah i don't i don't know how that how that works and where the money comes from if you and i don't know if the government's it's legal for the government to force an employer to do something like that
1: um well know, it's, i mean it's these are you know better than to, me
0: being an hr person
1: yeah i mean there're interesting times and there there are a lot of challenges out there i think that the we all just need to be cognizant to as the the old slogan said, just remain calm, move forward. That's foot, a big thing. Right. Pa- I mean it's it just feels like we there is we're on the precipice of kind of losing our minds right now. And we panic need to keep panic
0: going. begets panic. Yeah. And the more panicky you get, the more panicky other people around you will get, which will cause you to get more panicky. You know, maintain maintaining a calm demeanor, understanding what you're dealing with, that it is a virus that you know washing your hands especially on, on a constant basis will will help you know limit uh public exposure when when able and just be aware of your surroundings uh anyway that's done with the with the uplifting portion of the uh of the show we'll take a quick break and come back with uh with some frankfurt news because believe it or not they still are meeting in the uh in the general assembly is is this all uh goes on and unfolds
1: lots of good seats available <laughs> looking at the photos online
0: yes so uh we'll come back and talk about some frankfurt going on going ons after the uh break you're listening to kentucky politics weekly all right and we're back on kentucky politics weekly and uh Aside from Corona-related news, there's still a lot going on in Frankfurt. Uh, time they passed the uh, state budget out of the house on Friday with surprisingly little fight compared to compared to last year's.
1: Yeah, it went it went through quickly. Um, it, it's interesting right now watching because some bills that you would think would be um, more contentious are are flying right now, and I wonder how much of that is. Uh, impacted by the, the health care that we've got going on right now.
0: Well, I, I do think part of it, too, though, is that the Democrats in the House are not the biggest fans ever of the governor. I mean, certainly they like him more than Matt Bevin, probably like more than any Republican that'd be in there. But, you know, they've got their own feuds with Andy Bashir. So I think uh, maybe in the House they've done some work to to kind of uh, the enemy my enemy is my friend and make some alliances to, to make sure that, that, that things get through.
1: We haven't seen a Senate budget yet, have we?
0: No, that uh, they've not had the first committee meeting over there yet. Right. Really? Well, it just it just passed through the house on Friday, so uh, you got the time to process it and over there. I know I saw a picture on Facebook from uh, uh, Senator Meredith, everybody around the table meeting. So I think they're having meetings, but you know, just like they did in the House, they're going to have to have all the various budget subcommittees are going to have to have their meetings, and they're going to want to hear the same testimony that the House got on stuff, and and you know, going to want to put together their. They're so, plan.
1: So to be in a situation where the legislature has the override potential on vetoes that they're going to insist on having, are we looking at about an April 1 date where that's got to be passed out?
0: Yeah, April 1, they'll have to have, uh, have anything done that they want to be able to consider vetoing. Uh, they can be done on April 1 and then have second and third to veto. Okay. So, uh, you know, the, the budget, uh, it's not too far off from what Andy Bashir proposed. It doesn't look like, um, you know, the the devil's in, in in a lot of the details. But I think the only new revenue plans that that are in it is for a uh, for a cigarette tax increase, which you know they're I think the House is saying 55 million. I heard somebody from the Senate saying 25 million from that. It could even be less because you know we we talked about on on a previous show with Chuck Cordemont. You know, the c- cigarette tax when you increase it. Typically, you're you're going to to drop your tax collections because people don't do it.
1: Yeah, that was a big number. Um, I also saw we had talked about some of the things with fish and wildlife and that sweep related to the Asian carp. Yeah,
0: and that got uh, looks handily like handily put back. Yeah, yeah, it looks like County uh, uh, Judge Executive Wade White was kind of taking a victory lap on social media because he was the one kind of leading that yeah. leading that uh, charge. You know, Tom on a, on a on a somewhat related issue. There's there's a little bit of an issue the governors ran into with the Fish and Wildlife uh, Commission.
1: Yeah, it looks like uh, the governor has decided by executive order to remove two members of the commission, and there's some question about whether or not they were appointed pursuant to the right... uh, uh, proportional representation and some other things. There, it's it's an unusual situation, and I definitely think you're going to hear a lot more about it.
0: No, well, and anytime a Bashir complains about proportional representation being correct, it makes me laugh because uh, you know, welcome to U of L. Yeah, yeah, the U of L board was like seventeen to one, Democrat to Republican. It was it was it was insane.
1: Well, I'm interested right now to see if uh, Attorney General Cameron is going to pick this case up and run with it because it looks like there's two or three different grounds possibly to uh, bring legal challenges on it. So I think it's it's a little bit of an early test.
0: I think in having some discussions with some people, I think there's there's a high likelihood that he could step in. I don't know if it'd be a lawsuit or you know some sort of advisory opinion or, or what. But I, I think if the governor doesn't correct course and, and fix this on his own, he'll probably enter into get get a taste of taste of his own medicine with the attorney general coming in and telling the governor uh, to uh, to change his ways.
1: Yeah, you know, to date, the attorney general has been um, very reserved, I think, and tried to avoid setting the precedent that Bashir had made with Governor Bevan, where, you know, the guy turns around, passes gas, and then immediately there's a lawsuit that's filed. So uh, I think, I don't know that, that he can go much further and not actually take action on this one. It's going to have a lot of outspoken support.
0: Well, you know, the, the past several attorney generals, uh, Conway not as much, somewhat, but not as much, but certainly Stumbo and, and Bashir really used that office as a they weaponized the office of, of, of attorney general for political purposes. And I think, uh, H.E. Cameron is trying really hard to not give off that appearance to, 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 to be a attorney, to be a a true attorney general and not a Republican who happens to serve as attorney general or a Democrat who happens to serve as attorney general as as Stumbo and, and Bashir, uh, kind of use the office for, uh, Tom, you know, something that, something that you know, topic, you know,
1: really, really well, uh,
0: let let us know a little bit something about the uh, the CERS bill that that uh, that passed out of a, out of the House.
1: Yeah, it passed overwhelmingly out of the House, and I have to say I was a little bit surprised. Uh, I've seen some information from some of the advocacy groups related, particularly the government retirees groups. I mean, the the thing that gets me most about this bill is that it's going to increase the administrative cost on the retirement system. Okay. And maybe there's maybe there's value to that, but one of the behind the scenes things the the retirement system is able to negotiate lower investment fees by bundling transactions together. So there's separate accounts for each of these things. There's not just a KRS fund, a KRS hazardous fund, a CRS fund, a CRS and hazardous fund, and a Uh, state police fund. There's actually, each one of those is actually bifurcated on top of that because there's a health insurance side and the actual retirement portion of it. So all these different things together, um, when they go and invest in ABC fund, they're able to negotiate for lower investment cost by having these things bundled, even though they're in separate accounts and there's no commingling of the actual assets. By setting this thing up as a separate board, they're gonna lose that ability. So besides just the, I think the number that I saw actuarially was an additional like $6 million in administrative costs to KRS, an agency that already has difficulty recruiting and retaining staff, we're gonna add another administrative layer and we're gonna make them pay more for the same investment opportunities we already have. Now, I know there was some discussion at the beginning of this session about has Kentucky gone too far in setting what we think are the appropriate rates of return on the investment portfolios. One of the problems Kentucky has, this has been really apparent with KRS versus TRS, is because we are so out of money, we have to maintain such a high level of liquidity to pay the current obligations that we can't swing for the fences. When we have a moment where it's a great buying opportunity, see today... We haven't been able to maximize that return. So right now, any idea that anybody had that we thought we could adjust those rates of return down a little bit, we, we're a little bit better off than we thought. Maybe you know five and a quarter percentage points. No, no, no. We could do better. Are you crazy? I mean, we're seeing the reality. We're in a topsy turvy market. Just in time communication, all these these uh, the these um, uh, the the internal process behind all this stuff has gotten so tight. I mean, they're just the. The markets are incredibly efficient right now. There is no built-in inefficiency left. It makes up for a correction like this. It's tight, so I, you know, I I, I don't see how this is going to actually help the process any. Well, um, I mean, does it?
0: look in, in the, because st- I think it's an easy vote. Well, the st- I mean, I think
1: people are going to do it because it. it
0: well, and, and I mean, the state, especially with the with the the democrat we'll be we about in a minute, the Democrats pulling little. A little gamesmanship and killing the constitutional amendment that would have started the ball rolling on on giving localities the the ability to, to put in place sales taxes. I mean, the state has more tools in place to at least go out and find additional funds. I mean, is it is it a, just a, the the trade off of localities don't and they got bills to to cover these pension costs and we got to figure out something to start lowering their obligation and we're just we're just got to suck it up at the state level and pay some extra money to let some of these some of these kind of governments off the hook. I mean, is that what these you think these guys are looking at or yeah,
1: I, Here's the thing I don't understand, Trey. As moving to defined contribution plans across across the board. Good for that. it's um, removing to defined contribution plans. We've got this defined benefit monstrosity that's out there and we've actually got more than one. The Kentucky Teachers Retirement System still anticipates a 7.5% rate of return on their investment portfolio. That's probably why, not going to happen this year. Why <laughs> in the world, What we need to be doing is consolidating the administrative functions, not adding administrative burdens on these agencies. It's just cost. It's straight burn. It's additional actuarial assumptions. It's additional staff. It's additional mailing. It's additional IT infrastructure costs. It doesn't make sense. We should be moving to one, not adding a whole other layer of bureaucracy on top of this thing.
0: Nah, I man. Makes a, makes a whole lot of sense to me. Uh We'll see we'll see where where it goes. I, I think part of it too is you just get to a point where the problem's so big that it's hard to think rationally about how to deal with this with this thing out there that you 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 just there's literally no way to get your arms around it.
1: The last time I looked at House Bill four eighty four, one of the things that struck me was that they had taken the personnel cabinet off of the board entirely. Completely off of the KRS board. So you've just taken away an employer, right? Representative of the employer with thirty thousand plus people in it, you've taken away the health insurance provider for <laughs> everyone under sixty-five off the board entirely. You've just added cost because one of the things that the agency does is it helps cover certain subcommittees. They provide the staffing to do that. So, for example, uh, the health insurance subcommittee and the uh, institutional knowledge that, that brings to it when you're negotiating with large vendors. It's taken away um, the administrative appeals committee, right? So again, using internal resources. Well, now what? What are you going to do? You're going gonna to put other people on it? Or are you going to pay other people to come perform those functions? I mean, I, I kind of scratch my head. I mean, who thought that out? How, how does that help the process? Who knows? <laughs> well, no, they're very they're very strong interest groups, and I do think that CRS or the county's are entitled to maybe greater representation but couldn't we just do that within the board structure that's already there why would you go and add an entirely new administrative layer at a time like this when we're moving away from systems like this yeah i (laughs) i mean they're this year i mean we are in a crisis moment we are literally on the precipice of a um, recession we're in a recession I mean, there's really no way that you're going to see with the type of impact that we've had first, second quarters in the United States, we're not going to be in a recession. So why would you, of all times, to go and put this sort of a burden on the system? It doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, I mean, if even if even if this Corona thing lightens up midway through the year, yeah, you know, the chances of the market making back up the losses is minimal. So you're not going to get five and a half percent return on anything. Those cruises that people
1: were going to go on, they're not going on. Those trips to restaurants people were going to go on aren't going to happen. You know, we're looking at something now where potentially like the NCAA tournament, the first major sporting event coming out of the corona, are talking about having games without any fans in the stands.
0: To be be fair, that may result in the highest TV ratings ever for the NCAA tournament as people are forced to watch from home.
1: Good. But, I mean, (laughs) those are dollars that aren't getting spent at restaurants and bars and on travel and hotels and what have you. And that's going to be a big hit. Those are all industries that are heavily taxed.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of of, uh, taxing purchases by people, uh, like we talked about earlier, the the constitutional amendment to change the Constitution to give the General Assembly some flexibility in assigning uh, taxation uh, responsibilities to, to local governments made it to the House floor and got voted down and uh democrats who were expected to to support it basically said we don't like the way you did the process so we're voting this thing down which yeah, is
1: crazy a lot a lot of finger pointing down there <laughs> you know I, it, be- it was almost like asking uh, bernie sanders or i'm sorry asking uh uh joe biden what he thinks about the second amendment <laughs>
0: oh joe joe biden's gonna biden but uh yeah you know i i hate these votes that are oh well i'm for it but on principle i'm gonna vote against it because i'm mad about this guess what when it comes election time and something's gonna be used against you in a campaign your principles and the why you voted against it doesn't matter the only thing that matters is the vote that was on the record because that's gonna be brought out against you now this this issue uh, heck it might it might help say that you voted against it you know because it's it could. It has the potential to eventually become a tax. So, you know, it, it's it's kind of a convoluted argument to make to say that that this this supports a local tax. It doesn't. It gives it supports the a
1: constitutional amendment that would allow for a municipality to bring a local tax.
0: Well, it would allow the legislature to pass a bill that would allow yeah. like it's. It's it's like step one of a nine step process to having a tax.
1: So, aren't I, we already sitting on like how many potential constitutional amendments have have moved in the session right now? So Mar- I know there's that limit where you can Marcy's have law four. is the only
0: one that's passed.
1: Okay. Um, I guess
0: it's in the house right now. Is it? No. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's it's in the house right now. So it needs it needs to finish in the house. But it looks like Marcy's Marcy's law'll probably be one. Both chambers can put two on the ballot. So, uh, you know, I think the Senate would like it to be... Mar- there's two to be Marcy's Law and the... Is
1: uh, that abortion bill?
0: No, the Senate wants it to be the... I think that's a House bill, the abortion bill. Okay. Um, the Senate wants it to be Marcy's Law and the bill moving elections to even-numbered year, a constitutional le- elections to even-numbered year. The House, I think, will probably be the abortion bill and, uh, the, and the local tax bill. But there's a couple more floating around up there. I can't remember what they are off the top of my head right now, but... There's like six or so, six or so of them introduced. Um, I, I honestly think at the end of the day, Marcy's law may be the only one that ends up actually on a ballot.
1: You know, I don't ever remember there being this many constitutional amendments getting traction and like getting hearings, moving in a session. Well, and here's
0: the other thing that's going to be really awkward and going to make going to make it a painful process for voters this fall is thanks to the Supreme Court decision that was used to knock down Marcy's law, which. I think some people believe it was passed. The decision was decided this way because you you have former defense attorneys and, and people who, who don't want Marcy's Law in general, so they use this process to to pass it or to, to kill it. But now the entire, the not just a summary paragraph, the entirety of the amendment has to be on the ballot. So when you go to vote, we vote in Fayette County, you go in and you get that track wheel thing, you're going to have to spin through what in some cases, depending on the amendment, could be a six to ten page amendment. It's gonna to have to all be on the computer and you're gonna to have to spin to the end of it before you're allowed to register a vote.
1: Do we have the are we getting rid of the track uh? The no, we,
0: we need to Don Blevins wants to. Okay. But we don't we don't have the money to right now. Um I, I didn't
1: like those things when they came out and first time I had an opportunity to, to use them, but now I've gotten so used to it. Um, I mean, it's just automatic to me. I mean, I go in, spin the little wheel. I can, I can rock and roll. The,
0: I mean, the problem the problem is when you have a really long ballot and you have people that aren't as politically savvy as us or or technologically savvy. Um, you know, Don Blevins blamed the long lines on uh, last year voting. He, he said it didn't have anything to do with voting rights or the time the polls are open. It has to do with the, with the machines and the length of the ballot is why uh, lines were long in in Lexington last year or or in eighteen. Uh, was just it takes a long time to especially when these the off your elections when you have a lot of nonpartisan uh elections going on and you can't just you can't just hit a straight ticket you've got to go through an individually select you know vote two out of six or whatever for city council and vote for judges and soil and water conservation commission and all that stuff it just takes a while when you get that get that track wheel it does, it does. All right, well, we're going to take a break, and we'll come back with uh, some kind of general news here. Uh, uh, you're listening to, K- to Kentucky Politics Weekly. <music> All right, welcome back to Kentucky Politics Weekly, and uh, we're going to get into, into some news now. Uh, <clears throat> Tom, what we got
1: all right. Uh, first thing up, Democratic primary. The changes continue.
0: Yeah, I mean, it looks like Biden's pretty much got he's this got thing on hard. lockdown. Yeah, you know, they, uh, all, you know, all the way from Kamala Harris giving like a hostage video endorsement to Booker. Looks like the establishment has come out and flexed their muscles and forced everybody into line. But Bernie, Bernie says he is he is not giving up. He will he will continue continue the fight, which. Yeah, you can't expect, you know, Ron Paul did the same thing in 2008. Uh, you know, Bernie wants his day at the convention to get up and 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 rally the revolution, I guess.
1: Yeah, I, I don't see how that helps their their situation right now. But it's tricky because you got old Joe Biden yesterday that just has a complete breakdown. Oh,
0: Mel- I mean, there's just nothing good about it. You know, dropping F-bombs about the Second Amendment Calling it a, a what? come the era fifteen, era fourteen. uh Telling his female staffers to shush multiple times.
1: You just you just cannot feel good about this as a, a citizen of the country where what we're faced with. You know, right I,
0: I think I've said before, Biden, Biden is coming off to me right now. His debate performances, the way he he, he acts in some of these public events, he comes off to me is like your grandpa who's starting to lose it a little and gets like angry when questioned about it, and and. Just fights harder and makes but it makes it look even worse. Like I I don't know, I don't know what the, I don't know what's gonna end up happening with this thing. It'll be an interesting, it'll be an interesting fall. I can tell you that. Uh, you know, I mean, the, the debate between Trump and Biden is gonna be a, a sight to see.
1: Yeah, get, get your popcorn <laughs> out. Um, we'll all be watching it at our remote secure locations. By yes, in
0: our, our corona free bunkers. Yeah.
1: Uh, next thing up. So big, big, um, big story broke earlier this week in the horse industry. Uh, doping case involving the trainer. One a number of people were indicted in this, but the trainer of uh, Maximum uh, Security.
0: Yeah, you know you might remember Maximum Security is the horse that uh, was DQ'd on a stewards inquiry from the uh, from the Derby uh, last year. Yeah, like, just, won, just
1: just won that big race in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, too. and just
0: just won the big uh, Abu Dhabi race. Uh, you know, I, when you when you dive into it, it this is not. It's not. it stuck to one barn. It's not stuck at one trainer. This is. I mean, they indicted like I like twenty seven people. Um, multiple yeah. barns, multiple kind of tracks and, and horse regions of the country. Um, a lot of it in California, but but you know spread out pretty good. And you know you've got families like the Hancock's want to get want to get drugs completely out of it, and that's almost like a, a verboten. Position to have in the horse industry. I know Congressman Barr's got some anti-doping legislation going through Congress, but you know the industry really needs to step up. Between the stuff at Santa Anita uh, the last year or two, and and then and then this, you know, it's going to end up going the way of the the way of the circus here if they can't get a control, uh, get a handle on this, and and stop giving themselves these black eyes.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm a horse racing fan, and I've sat and talked to some people a lot smarter than me, and you say, okay. Take in light what happened with the Breeders' Cup this year, where we had the horse breakdown in the Breeders' Cup Classic at Santa Anita. I mean, what is the likelihood that 10 years from now, you have horse racing at all in New York and California? I mean, and I, I think it's very reasonable that, that that could go away. So, what happens to Kentucky when we look at this multi billion dollar signature industry? I mean, are we able to, you know, we're, we're not going to be shipping those foals out of Kentucky the way that we have been? I mean, what happens to the sales? I mean, you know this is this is really big you know, news. What, what it, happens? It's, our
0: tourism. That's an incredible, you know, tourism. Uh, tourism around horse racing and horses is a massive, massive economic impact on the state. And you know, I, I think it's in, it's incumbent upon elected officials to understand that and uh you know, you you would like to see the industry itself clean clean it up so that you know it, it protects itself. But the, there's such an economic Investment and economic importance of the industry to Kentucky. I think elected officials are going to have to step up, like Congressman Barr is. We might have to start looking at some stuff at the state level to step in and save them from themselves at some level. I mean, it's uh, you know the state can't afford to lose that as as a as a as an economic driver.
1: I've heard some people pontificate this week that one of the issues with the sports wagering bill that's I mean where everything is hung up in the legislature right now. Some of this relates back to the fact that once again we have tried to come up with a fix that really just involves the tracks. Yes. So they added, they added uh, Kentucky Motor Speedway to that, but basically it's the horse racing tracks in Kentucky that would drive all this benefit, at least initially. There's also some money back to uh, Breeders' Fund, increase, you know the. Uh,
0: now, I do, I do think if you want to continue to make the argument this that this is not truly expanding gambling, it's only expanding. The number of athletic contests on which you can you can bet then that makes sense to be restricted to tracks because you you kind of protect your sanctity of your argument that says we don't need a constitutional amendment or anything broader to do this because all we're doing is, is adding additional sporting events you can gamble on so you know, i there is a logistical side of that that does make sense to me but at the same time yeah you know it looks like it's a handout to the to, to the horse industry to, to do it that way, I can I, I totally I totally get when people cast that accusation. But I, I, we, I,
1: we've gone down this path several times. I mean, it was really Governor Bashir, um, uh, current Governor Bashir's father, Governor Bashir, that actually tried that the first time, and he yeah. wasn't able to come close in his first term. And if he couldn't do it with the support of the horse industry, then I mean, I, how are we going to get there now? I mean, it's it's hard to imagine this is dead again, but it feels that way.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just it. Unless something breaks, the social conservatives have, have effectively lined up their battle lines inside the Republican House caucus. There's There are the votes to get it through the floor of both chambers, I believe. But the problem is, is it's kind of the, the old Hastrup rule that they used to have in Congress, that unless you have the majority of the majority supporting it, then they're not going to bring it out of, out, of, out of the caucus and bring it on the floor. And I think that's, I think the last numbers I heard were we're approaching 35 or so 30, 35 of people who would vote for it at the very least to get it to the floor, to have, have an open debate and an open vote on it. Um, but I think, you know, they're going to need more than that to, to convince leadership to get out, of, get it out of the caucus and on the floor, which is, a, which is a shame because Virginia is about to pass it. Tennessee's passed it, Ohio, uh, Indiana. I mean, literally every state around us is going to have it. And it's just going to be, you know, again, I, I, I don't, I'm not one of these doom and gloomers on because oh we have to have casinos because of all the license plates across the, the river. That's a whole another thing, but we do have sports gaming in this state, and it's it is going to erode our economic advantage when it comes time for Breeders' Cup and for and for Derby and things of that nature. It's it's it it, it will hurt us on a competitive nature uh, to not have sports gaming.
1: Yeah. Uh. So let's let's go back a couple of days in time and talk about a uh. A- Washington D.C. Smackdown.
0: Yeah, we we, we haven't had the have had a taping
1: since Chuck Schumer went crazy. Yeah, I mean, what was that? You know, basically calling for armed revolt I, against Supreme Court justices out in front of the National Supreme Court. I I, mean, I
0: do I do believe that Chuck Schumer's explanation afterward. I I, I I believe in taking his words that that he he he's from Brooklyn. He uses. Uh, colorful language at times and, and he into and his credit he did say yeah i went too far there i shouldn't have said that but at the same time yeah you shouldn't have said that like you can't get out and literally threaten uh two supreme court justices with, with retaliation in order to try to sway them on a
1: vote that's it's 70s not here to yell at us i mean but i can only imagine had Senator McConnell come out and Oh this. God! Can you imagine? I mean, the outrage.
0: And and I've seen people say, well, well, the President Trump said blah blah blah. I, so, well, no, President Trump, President Trump, and <laughs> Tom. By the way, is wearing his his uh, his his Mitch McConnell impeachment uh, t shirt. Game set Mitch. Uh, <laughs> but you know, President Trump it, did he say some things that that I would not. I would like them not to have said about so, some of the Supreme Court justices. Absolutely. But he was, <laughs> he was. Insulting their intelligence and their, I think, physical appearance in one case, he wasn't threatening them. It's, it's, it is a totally different. I mean, there is a line there between personal insults and actual threats. You know, Trump, the president, was personally insulting and and demeaning to justices. Yes, he, but he did not
1: threaten them. Uh, which double standard, bus pulling up. <laughs> yeah, you just you, you can't you can't threaten. All right. Why don't we talk about something fun? How about uh, the cats right now? Huge comeback. That was incredible, improbable at best. <sighs> I mean, you got Hagan's
0: You know, Instagram going him. on. I, you know, reading some of Calipari's comments, I get the feeling that he just it, he, he just didn't. found a shoebox of money. Well, that's something totally different. I don't know what. The, yeah. But you know, I think as far as him not being on with the team, I think they clin- They clinched the SEC. I think he had been under a tremendous amount of pressure and uh, attack online from, from Wildcat fans who were displeased with his level of play. And I think he kind of said, hey, I need to take a couple of days to get my head straight. We, you know, We already had the SEC clinched. I mean we looks like we're going to get a 2 seed r- regardless uh based on the other uh, number of t- number of teams that lost ahead of us so it looks like we're you know, we're still headed for a 2 seed in the in the tournament and based on the fact they got a, they got rid of the the snake uh seeding system and now it's the, for I think if you're the 1 and 2 seeds it may go to 3 and 4 but I know 1 and 2 are based on geography now rather than that the one you know the number 1 number 1 has to be paired with the number 4 number 2 and You know, they got rid of all that. And and so, you know, as long as we're two, we're still going to be in the – I think it's the Indianapolis region. So, you know, there wasn't that much on the line for these last two games against Tennessee and and Florida.
1: So what are our possible destinations right now for this weekend is it's – we're assuming they don't cancel the NCAA tournament, which I feel good. Um, What was it, Cleveland and St. Louis?
0: I think that's right. I To be honest, I I never go to them. So I've just been looking at where we would end up uh for, good for, for seats the regional are available yes good seats you are available get a great
1: deal right now on some seats but uh it looks like the, the and there is sports wagering in both locations or there will be by the time Ooh, of the game i don't think so no they missouri's passing it or did they pass yeah but i don't think any i don't think any of
0: them, them go live until until then uh I, I i personally will be going up to to uh, uh caesars in indiana here this weekend uh, place some uh place some wagers on the sec tournament and probably go ahead and put some futures bets and I, I do have a I do have a uk to win the regular season title uh that will pay off from my FanDuel account so that's yeah, just in that's case nice. anybody
1: with the irs or the kentucky department of revenue is listening uh, <laughs> uh, hey it's legal i'm doing it in indiana yeah. okay. it's,
0: it's all right
1: all right so in the news you can use category if you're planning a trip to florida right now uh Herpes monkeys. There are herpes. Not a phrase you get to use often. No,
0: there are. There is a pack. And uh, in fairness, I heard about this in the Tony Kornheiser podcast, and then was reading some articles about it. Yes, there is a pack of about 400 herpes-infested monkeys roaming northern Florida right now. I am less afraid of the coronavirus than I am of a pack of 400 herpes-infested monkeys. Hmm. That, uh, like, what do you do if you're just like driving down the road and oh look, there's a monkey? Oh, look, there's another monkey. Um, oh, there's about 400 monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> and they've all got herpes. <laughs>
1: I, I. All right, <laughs> on to the next item. Uh, let's see. Oh, Chick fil A sauce. Yeah. This a big one, also, uh, California. Is this where the test is? Uh, gonna... Florida. Florida. Florida, Florida. Yeah. Florida. Uh,
0: I think if you, if you live in Florida and you're near a Publix, a Walgreens, a Winn Dixie, I think there's one more, uh, they're going to be selling a bottled Chick-fil-A Polynesian and Chick-fil-A sauce at uh, at the, the sort of kind of a, a test program. So uh, all you Chick-fil-A sauce aficionados, have hold, at it.
1: Hold me back. <laughs> all
0: well, right. I think that covers the news. All right, well, we'll be back uh, to wrap up things here on Kentucky Politics Weekly in just a minute. <laughs> Right, welcome back to Kentucky Politics Weekly. And so, Tom, I, I got a, uh, I, I got a new phone. I got the new Samsung uh, S20. Fancy. Yeah, it's, you got to see the I mean, the camera. I'm showing Tom now. The camera rig on the, the back of this thing is ridiculous. It's like the size of a credit card. Uh, but so, I, but part of getting it, I got uh, had a, a free credit to the Sam, Samsung.com store, and it's, I think you're supposed to use it to get the, the earbuds, the, the Bluetooth earbuds, that, that you know. Yeah, the 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 Apple, Is that a the Apple the same things. Product? I'd assume so. You don't mm-hmm. you don't, you don't, you, don't have to, you don't have to touch a wire then anymore. Okay. They're just in your ear. But uh, so I, I already had this. So I got I got the the Galaxy Watch, okay. and this freaking thing twice since we've been sitting here doing the show. I get notifications to say, uh, you might want to get up and and move a little bit. You've been sitting still around. While. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get that. What the hell, man? Because <laughs> like, you, you have an eye watch, right? Yeah, I yeah. do. Does does yours also yell at you if you've been sedentary for too long?
1: Yeah, it does. And the thing I notice about this compared to some of the other products, right? The uh, Fitbit, this one is apparently uh, much stingier in the way that it it reviews oh, my like uh, activity. twenty minutes
0: of me sitting still. I, I was at the I was up in Frankfurt uh, yesterday during for a uh, committee meeting. I'm sitting there and it keeps pinging me like, get up and walk around, I'm like stupid watch. I'm in a committee meeting. I Can't get up and walk around right now.
1: Regular day in Frankfurt. If I had a Fitbit on, I would get like. 20,000 steps, like walking around. Oh, yeah. that like, stuff. This thing, it's like, it's miserly. I mean, it's like <laughs> 6,000, and I get the, you know, keep it going, try harder, emails, and all that stuff. Well, I just noticed the difference
0: between wearing it this weekend when my wife was on call, and it was just me and the, taking care of the boys. Like, I was getting 11,000 or 12,000 steps a day then, now, uh, Monday and Tuesday, I'm getting like... Four thousand. Yeah, <laughs> That's a big difference. Yeah, it yeah, really yeah. makes
1: you notice how much more I get up and move around when the when the uh, when the, uh, the, the the kids are there. So, is there anything worse though, than like going to the gym and like doing a big workout and then you don't have your watch on, so you don't get credit for it?
0: Well, I'll be fair. There I've, ought to be a term
1: for that. I've not been back to the gym
0: since I got the watch because I got the watch after I developed this cold and with everything going on. I, I, my wife keeps asking me like, Reed, "Did you just quit?" I said, "No." I said, "I just I don't want to be the guy at the gym who's like." Hacking up a lung and, and blowing their nose within the treadmill, and people looking around like, "Oh my God, is this guy?" Well, I think you're the infected? one that gave
1: me this funk that I've got right now. I mean, uh-uh. I think I'm in the heart of the hot zone.
0: Yeah, you're 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 welcome. Yeah, thanks. So, speaking of which, though, so we're supposed to go to, to France in April. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can you see where they're changing all the terms on the travel insurance policies to try to knock people out? Make sure that this pops up as act of God and. Yeah. So what, what what was the travel plan? I mean, what was the?
0: Uh, well, my wife went. To, we went to the Saint Joseph's uh, Hospital Gala, and she had a little bit of wine and yada yada yada. We have a house in the south of France for a week that she bought at the auction. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> we were able. To, yeah. We, we were able to pick the week that we that we went. And so that this is the, the week that we picked was towards the end of April, and yeah, I'm sure that that we'd be able to because they gave us an option to, to do it in 2021 as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, originally, so I'm sure that it would still would be a problem. But you know, we've bought airfare and and uh, we got cars car reserved and we have to have some, train, some train travel. Uh, it's all booked through Amex, and they kind of cover it for you. And plus, mm-hmm. all all of the, I mean, we're still going to go at some point. So as long as most of the airlines are waiving to change fees and all that sort of stuff, so as long as we can get something like that done, mm-hmm. it's you know we're going to use the trip at some point. Uh, so it's not like the money would be would be would be lost, but uh yeah well, I, was, I was
1: planning to be out of town for uh, uh i guess it's the fayette county school spring break is coming up here shortly and i was planning to head down to florida and and enjoy the week so i'm yeah, i'm sort of keeping an eye on things right now i might maybe i can leave a little bit early if they shut down school <laughs> i've been several
0: weeks that's it. we're we're heading over to my wife's uh, cousins got a, about 100 and 100, 115 acres on the tennessee side of of lbl uh out, out in western tennessee and and you know, I'm like well, off maybe, the tent
1: live off the land'm like, yeah, I'm, the like land I'm right,
0: right well, I, I mean they they have an incredibly nice barn it's that they've I mean it's it is a very 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 nice condo basically inside the barn so it's like yeah maybe we just uh won't come back we'll just ride this thing out in the in the farm Laura can uh provide some like uh you know neurology services for trade for various uh
1: Gotcha. Yeah, you can food you can, and supplies and whatnot. You can hunt the uh, herpes monkeys out there and <laughs> live off the land. Well,
0: they got a bunch of sheep, so they, they
1: they they started breeding sheep out there, but see now I notice myself because I just like rubbed a spot on my face and I'm like rubbing my yeah, eye don't, and don't, everything's like you're not don't supposed rub, to. Do don't either. rub your
0: face, Tom. Good yeah, lord, don't touch anything. I, I did like the video of the woman telling people not to rub not to touch her face, and then she immediately licked her finger to change the pages of the script that she was reading off of. Have you seen that? Yeah, no. She goes through the whole thing. Don't 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 lick your, don't touch your face, don't you know this, that, the other, and then she immediately licks her finger to flip the page. Not good. (laughs) good. Uh, You know, and and I keep seeing concerts now too that I really want to go to, and it's like, well, like the Wood Brothers just announced the Wood Brothers are going to be at the at Manchester Music Hall in May, and uh, it's like, well, I want to go,
1: but do I buy tickets and run the risk of this thing like spiraling out of control? But. I feel like we've got we I mean and I have uh, other than I stayed in a holiday and express rest last night I have absolutely no qualifications to make any uh, make any statement on this but it it seems like we've got you know weeks left of this thing continuing to grow um, you know getting up to whatever this maximum spot is and so uh, one on my mind right you've got the the big first-time concert that was supposed to take place at um, Kroger Field yeah the Stapleton concert that's out there associated with the uh, spring game, you know, those are the types of things that are right in the, the crosshairs right now. Where it's potential we, they're going to have to change that.
0: We're two months out from Keeneland running. or a month out from Keeneland running.
1: Yeah, you got to think that that's going to be a big time issue.
0: Yeah, you know, thank thank God. Hopefully, they sanitize the Thoroughbred Club really well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how all this affects you know all that sort of stuff Um, speaking of concerts I don't know if you saw uh, DJ Snoopalicious which I guess is Snoop Dogg's DJ name is going to be playing at Manchester Music Hall miss that it's kind of intriguing to me because it's not Snoop Dogg rapping it's just Snoop DJing
1: wasn't there like a big breakdown in the the rap world a few weeks ago where it was Flavor Flav got into a fight with Yes, uh, so
0: yeah, they fired Public Enemy fired Flavor Flav because Flavor Flav wanted Bernie Sanders to stop using uh, I think fight the power of the B at uh, at his rallies and Chuck D was like, No, I'm a Bernie Sanders man. And then they ended up firing poor uh, poor Flavor Flav. Flav. He got to take his clock and go home.
1: Well, these are the types of heavy-hitting issues that uh, the listeners of Kentucky Politics Weekly really <laughs> want to hear more and more about. So. Well, I think probably with that, we'll... Uh, less pensions, more flavor-flav.
0: Yes, less pensions, more flavor-flav. <laughs> uh, I think with that, we'll... Uh, well, I guess, Tom, going going into assuming that it gets played, do you have a favorite going into the NCAA tournament?
1: Gosh, right now. mm you know, it's crazy when you sit out there and look at it and you see like a team like Dayton as a potential number 1 seed. It's
0: an insane right year. Now. But you you got to like Obi Toppin and the, the the little guard they got too is really good. I mean, it's not like they've got it's not like Gonzaga some of those years where they had Adam Morrison and nothing else that much around him. Like you got Toppin and they've got they got a couple other players around him.
1: Well, okay, I guess I'll go first. Um, we got SEC tournament this weekend. Looks like it's still going to happen. Um I have to go. Cats in the SEC tournament, I think. I mean, even with a little bit of drama right want, now, you've got to think that they're. I gonna...
0: want to, but at the same time, Calipari has shown disdain, if not apathy, towards the SEC tournament. So, you know, I, I, I'll have a hard time. I'll probably put a bet down on him to win, just to say I did it. I have a hard time, like putting the putting the mortgage on it, just because Calipari. Said publicly, doesn't care about it. The the tournament decides the seedings and has it locked in before the cats play their final game on on Sunday, and he just he doesn't care about it. So you think
1: we're a two seed right now.
0: I think we'll probably end up as a two seed. Yeah, unless something unless we lose in the first round and like Louisville or Seton Hall goes on a long run in their conference tournament, uh, I, I think we'll probably end up at a two seed. Uh, you know, for for the whole thing, you know the. The TV that will be made if it's if it's Mark Emmert handing the trophy to uh, Bill Self, of Kansas would just be hilarious because I mean Self, they haven't announced that Kansas is is has a, as a notice of uh, whatever they call it the the notice that they're that they're
1: infractions. Yeah, but I mean that.
0: everybody, come on, you know yeah. Bill Bill Self was carrying the bag for Adidas all day long. So it just, it would be hilarious if if they had to hand the trophy over to Bill Self and then like four months later they get put on massive probation.
1: <laughs> I mean maybe maybe this is such an off year. Maybe it's the year that the Zags pull it off. Yeah,
0: I mean Gonzaga's is good, and you know this could be one of those years like in the past. You know, remember there was one year where we had VCU and Butler both in the in the uh, uh, final four. You know this this year is just so wide open. You know Mark Pope, former Cats, got a heck of a team at, mm-hmm. at BYU. You know you, you,
1: the storming Mormons.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't think you can count them out. And you know, if anybody's going to be able to take advantage of a of an NCAA tournament in an era where people can't shouldn't touch each other or have interpersonal contact, it's a team full of Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, And in with that. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to call it quits on this episode of Kentucky Politics Weekly. Uh, uh, if you're listening to us, please please be sure to uh, to give us a follow on uh, on uh, iTunes on Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Uh, tune in. I notice we're on now. Um, any Pretty much anywhere you get podcasts. And if you listen to us on iTunes, please uh, give us a review and, and, and a rating. It helps us out. Uh, we'll be back with you next week, hopefully, assuming Tom didn't die of coronavirus. Uh, we'll be back, back next week on Kentucky Politics Weekly.